Hey everyone, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and he is... And I am Chris. And Chris he is. We're here to talk about some more free agents. Uh, let's start off the top. We got some breaking news, breaking news. Big old trade happened earlier this week. It doesn't involve players, but why don't you take it away, Chris? Uh, so the 49ers move from 12 to 3? Yeah, from 12 to 3 uh, spots. Mm -hmm. They gave up, get this, folks. A first, a 2021 first, a 2022 first, and a 2023 first, and a 2021 Whoa. third. Um, so this... To the Dolphins, right? To the Dolphins. So this business... There, well, no yeah. wonder they did this trade. Okay, I, think, I, I completely understand why they did this trade now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because Dolphins either had no intention of taking quarterback, which is probably the case. I think they're giving Tua his fair shake. Or it was just a uh, offer they couldn't refuse. Uh, so That's all an this, offer you can't refuse right there. Exactly. So all this BS the Niners are giving us about Garoppolo being the guy is obviously not true. Um, yeah, they're just, going quarterback. Yeah, they're going quarterback. That's the only thing you pay for, pay up for. Uh, the I don't want to say the consensus, but the impression I get is at least the top three picks are going to be quarterbacks, maybe even the top four. We'll get to that later on in the offseason and whatnot. But uh, So Dolphins go back to 12th and then back up to 6th. Uh, they also have the 18th pick. That's important to remember. Mm -hmm. uh, so the Philly Dolphins trade, uh, Philadelphia Eagles and Dolphins trade was uh, pick Yeah, you 12. totally made it sound like they're the Philly Dolphins. Yeah, the Philadelphia Dolphins. Because that, yeah, because we got lots of Dolphins in Philly. No. Because they're a landlocked city. The Eagles and Dolphins trade. Uh, so pick 12 and pick 123 for pick number 6 and 156. Okay. Yeah. So, so back up. Dolphins move back up from 12 to 6. And from what I read about that was that they're not, they didn't move back up to for QB. get a quarterback. Mm -hmm. They moved back up to what people are speculating at the moment, at least, is to secure one of, if not the top wide receiver in the draft. Wide receiver. Okay. See, I'm thinking corner. Yeah. I'm thinking defense. And then I niched it down a little bit to corner. Uh, up from my last first no, couple of days. I, no, it's, it sounds like it, it sounds like they're doing. I thought they were moving back up to try and maybe get um offensive line guy. Uh not Penny Sewell. I don't forget I forget the the number 2 uh tackle in the draft, but mm -hmm. yeah. I thought maybe they're doing that, but uh, what I read in a couple different spots is receiver. they're looking at wide receiver. So, okay. There's a few of them. There's a few of them for sure. So, um, um you know, Folks at home, I'm very much looking forward to uh, getting down to Dynasty and draft coverage in the uh, next several weeks. So uh, we'll get Speaking more of draft coverage, Chris, it like sounds that. like we're doing a live draft show on in our Twitch channel. That's we right. will be together, together, the two of us in a room in the basement physically. studio. <laughs> right. Yeah. In the basement studio. I mean, I that's awesome, dude. I, I, I haven't been anywhere in I don't know how long. This stupid pandemic um, can go fly a kite, as my grandpa used to say. Uh, right, there with you, right there with you. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just an, another update. Uh, we'll be uh, not this, uh, I guess this coming Friday. Yeah, when this episode releases, will be this coming Friday. I'll be building your PC live on twitch.tv oh, yeah. forward slash hardware dynasty. Uh, folks, check that out. We'll link it down in the description. Um, at which time. Once the PC is built, uh, it'll be a handful of weeks, obviously, because we'll wait till draft time, which is end of April 29th. 
Thursday night. Exactly. One month and a day from today. And it'll come pick up said PC, uh, which is, of course, to make said show (laughs) to help with content creation. And uh, Mm -hmm. at which time we'll do our draft coverage. And it'll be more of a, as we've mentioned the last couple of weeks, it'll be more of a stream, fun, hangout, not a rigid matchups show or draft coverage show or free agency show. So, yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Yes. So we did, last week in our free agency coverage, uh, we did quarterbacks and running backs. And I forgot to ask you, how are you doing today, Chris? Oh, I'm doing great. Doing great. Uh, great. You know, great. always enjoy my, my Sunday mornings. Still it is. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I get a chance to do the show. So, so always looking forward to that. Cool. Cool. So, like I said, last week we did quarterbacks and running backs and free agency. We had a few running back signings this past week, so let's dive into that real quick. Uh, You can let me know if you want to cover any of them. None of them are really top-flight names, of course, Mm -hmm. but they're still worth mentioning. Uh, Lenny Fournette, that would be Leonard Fournette, re-signed with the Bucks. That's okay. Uh, Mike Davis, he signed with the Atlanta Falcons. Um. Yeah, okay. James White resigned with the, the with the Patriots. Matt Breida signed with the Bills. Tevin Coleman signed with the Jets. And Damian Williams signed with the Bears for some reason. Hmm. Anything there? Anything you want to cover there? Uh, Damian Williams, he'd have ties back to... Uh... Wait, no, they have a new coach, don't they? Did they get rid Who? of Nagy? Is Nagy still there? No. Yeah, that's no. what I thought. Okay, so he he used to be with Kansas City, so that's what I was thinking. Like a month know. ago, we did a quarter. We we did a coaching. Show I know. And I you know. Thought that we, it just seems like he wouldn't. You thought leave the us Bears alone. got a new coach, and they didn't. Still haven't. <laughs> they still haven't. It's still Nagy. No, that's still awesome. Nagy. So that's He's the still tie. Nagging. That's all I'm saying is that there's a tie there with Kansas City. Nagy came from under Reed in Kansas City, right? So. Yeah, but it was long enough ago. I don't know if he ever coached Damian Williams. That might be true. But you know they know each other. They, you know. I thought I thought this was maybe the most. Sometimes interesting coaches one. do each other favors. Let's put it that way. Sometimes personal that, guys. Like do after each what other David favors. Montgomery did last year, as far as production wise, like mm-hmm. sheer numbers, not the way he looked by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But but just from sheer numbers wise, I thought it was weird that they signed Damian Williams, which is maybe like a an expensive. Uh, a, a, a rich man's backup, David oh. Montgomery. You know, yeah, no, I think that's fair. I know that's good, good way to put it. Um, um, need depth. Mike need, Davis. Need Mike, I like, kind of like the Mike Davis move to to Atlanta. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, isn't he the starter as of now? I'm not saying he's gonna be. Um, just Gurley's gone. Uh, what's he, his face? Brian Hill's never. Done I don't anything. know if Gurley is Edo gone. Smith has never done anything, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I yawn. <clears throat> so you know they might grab I think, somebody. I think that one's interesting, as as far as like it could it's be. Up in it, the air. It's I don't know. It, Mike Davis can't carry a workload. Oh, he no, showed that no, no, no. in Absolutely. in Carolina last year. But he definitely can. He's a do it all guy. You for know, sure. for sure. He's um, the one he's you a want. deck of all trades guy. You know, I just. I hate to keep using that phrase because I'm going to say it a couple times in this episode. But he is a jack of all trades guy. Doesn't do anything great. Uh, but he does it yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. I, at, I, I, at a decent level. I would agree. So that that's all the signing is. I don't think we intend Mike Davis to end up being the starter. They, I don't think they intend it. But, uh, you know, they're, what, fourth in the draft? I, that's not running back territory. <laughs> Better not be, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so there's no, I don't look. think there's any running back in this draft that's that's worth it. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's, there's, um, not a, there's not a Saquon or a Zeke or, or a, a McCaffrey. Um, 
uh, Danny Tomlinson, you know, yeah. and Danny Tomlinson didn't even get drafted until the second round. So I was just going to say the end of the first beginning one of the best of running backs is, ever. The end of the first beginning of second is we're not going into that discussion. Area, what's that? I said Danny Tomlinson's like one of the best running backs ever, and we're not going into that discussion. No, no, we're not. Um, but no, end, <laughs> end of first beginning of second is perfect area for premium running back in the draft. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of been that soft spot lately when the first yeah. guy goes like the Jacobs of the world and the um, maybe even Montgomery, if I recall correctly, second round, uh, you know, they're not world beaters here, but you know, you're talking where, about David Montgomery. Yeah. I think it was a third rounder dude. Oh dang. Okay. Even more so. Maybe. Uh, so I'm just saying like, uh, it seems like that's where that value kind of kicks in where it's like, okay, now I can give you a contract and you know, not have to you know, yeah, more easier to take a chance on a running back and not overpay into first, cool. beginning of second. Um, you ready to get into these wide receivers and tight ends? I am, very much so. And kickers? No, and we're kickers. not going to do any kickers. <laughs> oh, yeah, we might have to do a second show, the list I've got here for kickers, folks, the free agent kicker market. There was one I wanted to mention, <laughs> and you squashed the idea, so I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I really did want to mention one, like for real. Cool. So oh, we'll yeah, see we if can, we have time. We can kick it around for sure. Uh... Nice. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Uh... All right. Uh, let's start. Let's start off with wide receivers here. We uh, folks that want to follow along at home. I am just going off of Pro Football Focus's free agency wide receiver um, uh, rankings. It was just a. It was just a guideline to go to use for the show. You know. Whatever. So uh, our first receiver that we're going to talk about here is Chris Godwin. He re- he got the franchise tag from the Bucks, of course. I don't understand how the franchise tag works because our next guy also got the franchise tag, but yet got two more million dollars. I don't get it. I'm hmm. not going to pretend to get it. Anyways, so uh, Chris Godwin's getting almost 16 million, fully guaranteed for this one-year deal. Um, you know, he finished as wide receiver number 33 this, this past season. A lot of that was due to missing four weeks. He missed weeks two, four, five, and eight, Mm -hmm. uh, a weird sprinkling of games that he missed. I know he had a broken finger at one point and now correct me if I'm wrong. I think he had hamstring issues, but it might've been a concussion. I I don't remember. That seems more familiar to me, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, uh, I know it was, uh, like you said, significant time missed. So I, I kind of feel like this next season, if Godwin can stay healthy, he can maybe build a little bit more of a rapport with Brady. Um, obviously, he he's running into problems with the, the same problems that he had last season. You know, he had Mike Evans is still there. Gronk mm-hmm. just got re-signed. Spoiler for our next our tight end talk. Um, OJ Howard's still there. I think Scotty Miller's still there. They, I, Brady wants Antonio Brown to come back too. I think he's just uh, a kid in a candy shop there in in, in uh, Tampa Bay. They're the Bucks are just giving Brady whatever he wants. I mean, they brought him their first Super Bowl and mm-hmm. who knows how long. So, well, and Leonard Fournette. I mean, come on, Super Bowl here we come. <laughs> yeah, they're get, they're just getting the game back. Together. I do have something to mention um, about that later, but go ahead. Yeah. So okay. So if you take the games that Godwin did play in, and you take his final, you know, his points per game this past season were thirteen point two one points per game. Doesn't sound like a lot, but if you slide in thirteen point two one points per game and add them, and you know, fill out those other four games that he missed, 
he would have ended up as wide receiver number 13. So if he would have played all 16 games, he would have at that clip, he would have ended up as wide receiver number 13. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad at all. Considering yeah, sure. that he was that, you know, he was fighting for playing time or catches and whatever, and looks with all those other guys there. So yeah, so still, hope. Uh, still hope. I think. Uh, what, 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 what do you, what do you there? think about Chris Godwin next year? Um, that, that there's hope, um, you know, you can look at the franchise tag two different ways. We have to acknowledge that it could be the kiss of death, uh, or, or the commitment that you're looking for. Uh, now obviously it's not the commitment you're looking for. It needs to be longer of a commitment, but hopefully it's an endorsement that they believe in his talent and they want him around long-term. Maybe we see I something think, happen next year with Evans, et cetera. I think wrong. what they're doing here, and this is really smart by the bucks mm. is that they gave him the franchise tag. They got Brady for another year for sure. For sure. And if Brady retires after next season, they don't have, they're not committed to Chris Godwin long-term and they, they can let him go and they can, and they can, and they can start retooling their team. You know, I don't hate it. I think yeah. this, I think it was, I think out of any franchise, this was the smartest franchise tag that they did. So you think, you he's know, as it has gone in a year. Sense. What's that? You think he's as good as gone in a year? I think they're going to wait and see what Tom Brady wants to do after the next season. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's exactly what they're doing. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to tag one of the things where again, that logic makes sense is you're not in a position in quarterback picking range at any time in the near future because you're winning so many games, you know? Yep. As long yep. as he's there at quarterback and you've got this particular talent surrounding him on the defensive side of the ball also. Yeah. Um, like I said, you can look at it two ways as far as the franchise tag, because, uh, you know, we're also in the, um, here in the next coming weeks, we're in the dynasty mindset also. So, from a dynasty perspective, it's probably not looking good, right? Like you're 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 entering the probably unknown. Not. You're entering the unknown now. Redraft and short-term dynasty, you're probably looking at a good year. I would hope. Um, I think the franchise tag does say we, we 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 want you here. Obviously, I know that acknowledging the obvious, but you know it means we believe in your talent. We want you involved in the offense again this year. And there's nothing to say that he can't kind of take the step forward in terms of share. Um, and there's a lot of share to go around. There's a lot of, uh, they throw the ball a lot. They're a potent offense and they get mm -hmm. a lot of opportunities because of a great defense. So he can still be a top 12 fantasy wide receiver this coming year, but yeah, long term, long term, you got to look at it with dynasty with, uh, some unknown. I got two more million dollars. Don't get it. Whatever. Uh, Robinson, he league, finished his... I think. What's that? Must be years in the league. Maybe one, some of these were four-year deal. The only reason, pick. the only thing I can think of is that maybe Robinson got tagged before Chris Godwin, and I, I really, really don't. I could have oh, looked yeah. it up. It sounds like a lot of gobbledygook that doesn't pertain to fantasy football. So Allen Robinson, he finishes wide receiver twelve. Um, you, you would think that Andy Dalton is at least a little bit better than uh, Trib Tribifols. <laughs> um, Tribifols? Yeah, it's a it's a work in progress. I'm trying to smash the two of them together oh, to make to make one really that would be Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Smash them together to make one really mediocre quarterback. Mitch Foles, um, Nick, Nick Trubisky. That's got a ring, Nick Trubisky. Uh, yeah, I, I I thought about that, and and I also was going with um, uh, Mitch Foles, and it sounded too much like Nick Foles. So Nick Biscuit. I don't know. 
Nick the biscuit. I'm okay. <laughs> let's stop. Cut. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so maybe, maybe want to lower Allen Robinson's targets from 140 last season to you know, oh, to 140 over. You might want to lower Allen Robinson's targets from 151 this past season to maybe like 140 from Andy Dalton. Maybe you want me like 135. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I could see him hitting 1200 yards again, though, with Andy Dalton and mm-hmm. maybe hit the 100 reception mark. And, nice. uh, you know, you get you get you get him up to like maybe nine touchdowns and Allen Robinson is a top 10 uh, wide receiver. I'm essentially what I'm trying to get at here is I don't know if I have a problem taking Allen Robinson as my number one wide receiver next year. Are you also saying this is the nudge? Because we we can only call it a nudge. Is this the nudge he needed to break to crack the top twelve and be a number one wide receiver? Because I mean, he, he's well, historically... he was a, he was twelve last year. Oh yeah, he was he was literally wide receiver number twelve. He seems to always be on the cusp. PPR. He seems to always be on the cusp yeah. and be a high end two more often than not. But um, and I mean, like oh, you have to kind of go see how the draft goes. But I think you might be able to get Allen Robinson if you say you went back running back. I bet you could get Allen Robinson as your one, your wide receiver one in the third round. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm hesitant with the Chicago offense. Um, I don't know if that's too much narrative, but I'm hesitant with the Chicago offense because I think if they, I think if they, if I think if they bolster their offensive line, there's enough running game there. And and I, I do mean, think it's a slight upgrade. I do, I do. So I guess logically, it's kind of, it's got to be better. It has to be. Nick if he's, Foles and Mitch Trubisky were terrible. I mean, but you know, the defense could regress before our eyes mid-season you know it, it happens yeah. to teams um but you know i'd have to see that number i'd have to see that adp that exact area where i'm gonna get robinson because yes i'm getting him for a value let's put it that way i'm not paying up no way i'm sure there's too many other players on the board that i could uh conceivably grab like chris godwin you know that's wow well, i'd rather have Allen robinson than chris godwin but i i get i get what you're saying yeah, you got a better quarterback throwing to Chris Godwin than you do Allen Robinson. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, let's move on to our third wide receiver here, and that is Kenny Galladay. He got his payday. He got a four-year deal from the New York Giants worth $72 million, 40 of which are guaranteed. Why'd you do it, Kenny? What What did we do to you, man? All we wanted for you to do is to go to the Colts and make me happy. Well, I that's mean, what we want. That's what the two of us wanted. Oh, no, that, that was never going to happen. And, and, and <laughs> okay. Okay. So that's just what I wanted, but you know, whatever. But I mean, the giants, dude, I know you were going for a money contract, but. I, I think, I think, what, he what is his name again? Da- Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is your quarterback. It's not going to be good for you, man. Mm-hmm. You're going to, you're going to miss having Matt Stafford as your quarterback. I, th- I think it's a combination. I think he wanted the payday. We're, we all have to acknowledge that. And quite frankly, coming he was from very the, vocal about wanting that payday and he yeah. wanted top money. And this is, and, and he got, ex- he got almost exactly what he wanted as far as a contract. Um, but I think there's a little more there because I think also, yes, it had to qualify as a team that could would, could and would give them top money, um, number one receiver money. Um, but also look where he's coming from, Detroit. Like he he didn't play with uh, – uh, uh, man, they might have been there for one year. Now I don't remember. Calvin Johnson, uh, Megatron. 
is you know, Detroit is infamous for not paying their players. There's a couple of high profile, probably the best Lions of all time that have quit early. Barry Sanders, that Calvin was, Johnson. No, that wasn't because of contracts, though. It was because of Calvin lack Johnson of, was making a truckload of money in Detroit. Because Detroit never commits to a players around them to give them contracts to win. Or, that, or the that players is, themselves. That is a much better. That is, that is a much better statement than. Or in this case, Galladay. I mean, they weren't going to pay him. That was obvious. They weren't going to. They weren't going to pay him because they're they're trying to rebuild. Yeah, and everybody wants out of Detroit. That's kind of what I'm getting. It's just it's bad situation. They're bad with money. They don't like to pay their players. They probably should pay. Stafford's gone. They let him walk right out the door. So, right. They were paying he, Stafford though too. So it's, oh, they were for sure. Yeah. They, they will pay I, some players. I, I, I'm not I, saying I, they I don't pay anybody. I, I get what you're saying, but like how you're phrasing it is just completely off. They've like, run the, they're paying, they're the paying ground. players, but they're not paying the proper, they're not managing their, their personnel properly. Exactly. So that the players that they are paying don't want to stay there. Yes. Cause they're never competitive. I think that's, I think that's what you meant. Underappreciated so on and so forth. Exactly. So, you yes. know, you can't blame the guy for looking for play day. Not that you were. Uh, blaming him. Uh, but I think there's something there in the cupboard as far as talent in New York. But, I mean, it's all going to come down to Daniel Jones. Yes, the offensive line is questionable also, but you know, he might have seen it like, okay, if Daniel Jones isn't the guy, I mean, I might get another couple years out of Saquon and Ingram and things like that, and maybe we, we, we're picking in the top four because <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know, I mean, it's very conceivable they're picking in the top four in the next year or two. Um, or he believe and or he believes you know maybe there is something there with Jones and if there's ever a time for Jones to prove it it's going to be this year and there's this is going to be a theme with a couple guys on this list is the said quarterback is this is, is Daniel Jones's last year and exactly. I think it's their last year with this offensive line too that they've invested draft capital and mm -hmm. money into that for mm -hmm. some reason is not gelling whatsoever they didn't at least last year um, I just one more thing I wanted to mention here is that you know Kenny Galladay. I thought he missed the entire season, but apparently he played in four games. In those four games, he was actually pretty good. He, um, yeah, he averaged almost 14 points game. per game. Okay. And you take a, you take those four games and you extrapolate over you know a 16-game season, he would have ended up at wide receiver eight. So the guy's good. We know he's good. I'm just like putting I'm just putting numbers into people's heads. Well, you I know? don't forget. You know, it's easy to forget what have you done for me lately because you don't see him in front of your eyes for what seemed like most of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Good to mention. That. And I think, and I think it's, and, and I think it's also key too that, you know, everyone talks about Kenny Galladay being a good receiver. Well, if you're just coming to either a, the show or to fantasy football, and maybe even last season when your first season, you're just like, who's this Kenny Galladay joker that played only, he only played in four games. He was good. He's good folks. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I think just a couple last things I wanted to mention before moving on is that, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I like the complement of weapons. Uh, Ingram at tight end. Shepard and Slot, I think, is underrated. And, of course, Slayton on the outside helping to take the top off a bit. And uh, Galladay is going to be go up and get him with the best. Um, I get the impression he's gotten a little bit better at route running and separation, which is not his calling card. It's size and winning the contested ball is his calling uh, card. No, but... route running is his calling card. Oh, is it? You're talking about speed. Oh, yeah. Remember how when uh, his when he was a rookie and the, I don't I forget what the co what head coach at the time's name was, mm -hmm. but he's like Kenny Galladay runs such smooth routes. Oh well, <laughs> that was from the coach, dude. I, th I think I think uh, uh, you know shout out to reception perception Matt Harmon. I mean he had pointed out that early in his career he was a contested ball, uh, you know, uh, yeah, 
I don't want to say Renaissance. He's, you know, I mean, he's expert for it. He's, he's, um, a big, he's a big guy, but he has improved his route running, and he is he's he's gotten better there. Uh, is what is yeah. what he said. Uh, and then the last thing was like in fantasy terms, like like you kind of I think you hit a nice spot where you said eighth uh, with the analysis you did there. Um, I think you know that's kind of what maybe we're looking at. I think maybe at the end of the day, volume will rule the day with Galladay, despite what we may think, think about uh, uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah. Do you think that? he's going to get overdrafted because of that. Do you think like what I said was so like, Oh no, on a 16 game uh, basis, you know, he would have been wide receiver eight and people are going to take him as their wide receiver one. And he's going to underperform there. Could be. And and I'm not saying he's going to be a bust, but he's going to maybe not perform up to people's expectations. expectations. He's not going to return the wide receiver one value is what I'm getting at. I guess. Uh, I have concern that for sure. But I, I, I would be more concerned. It would be for the reasons that I named where I start falling in love with Saquon uh, and the tight end, you know, and Ingram, the tight end and the weapons there. And be like, Oh, you know, <clears throat> Saquon brings the level up. Uh, suddenly Daniel Jones looks better. And you kind of fall in love with that narrowed and overdraft him. And then no, he doesn't return wide receiver one. He returns. I like, think if, I think if he's getting drafted as a wide receiver one, like he's going to be wide receiver mm-hmm. number nine off the board, mm-hmm. like just throwing a number out there, like hypothetically, I'm going to pass. Because I Daniel Jones scares the bejesus out of me. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I do like okay, the compliment cool. of weapons, but I at the end of the day, you know, on the clock, I think I'm on your side that I have to go with a different quarterback throwing my guy the ball, my number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about yeah, our next good. guy, Will Fuller? He is moving on from the Texans and the dumpster fire that continues to burn in Houston. Uh, he signed a one-year deal, fully guaranteed for ten point six three million dollars with them. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris's Miami Dolphins. Yeah, that's shout yeah. out for you, Tim. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Tim's a Tim's a big Dolphins fan. I forgot. Am, am I? Um, my, uh, and Chris, my brother-in-law. Right. Uh, so my, my, oh, I don't have a lot to say here other than Will Fuller is, has served five out of his six game suspension last season. Um, he did miss week two, I believe. Yep. Week two of last year as well. Mm. And the problem with Will Fuller has always been just staying on the field. It's, it, and, and like up until last season, it was kind of, um, a roller coaster of production as well. Cause he would always have those enormous explosion games and then you know he would the, the valley would happen and he would get you next to nothing last then, year though mm-hmm. he was at, at the time that he got um suspended he was like the no, wide receiver number nine and he was averaging 16.38 points per game he was on pace yeah. for to be like wide receiver four i believe was, on the season and he was arguably the most consistent wide receiver in the league yeah, he was great, man. He was. I drafted him. I drafted him in like a mid round last year, and he was he was like my wide receiver one slash two. Yep. Outside of um my boy DK Metcalf, which we're not talking about here, but um DK Metcalf, you're great. I love you. Um, but it was a great combo for sure. It, yeah. It, 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 was, it was. It wasn't a number value. three, but it was a very high. Uh, so a low end one. And, yeah, or two low and then he got suspended, and so there's going to be mm-hmm. that. There's going to be that narrative <laughs> always with with Will Fuller is can he stay healthy? Whatever I say, you're probably going to get him at a discount because a he's missing week one next year, yep. and there's always that injury risk with him. But if you can, 
I don't know. I, I feel like he's really like upped his game. He's just not like I run fast, really straight, you know, like he, he's got more to his game now that he's a little bit older and mm-hmm. he can run routes a little bit better. And I think he proved that last year with the Texans and Deshaun Watson. Now I know you love Tua, but I don't think Tua is anywhere close to the talent that Deshaun Watson is anyways. Yeah. I think Will Fuller could be a really good value. Um, you know, if you're getting him in, in mid later rounds, uh, man, I, I think you draft him as maybe your wide receiver two or three, probably more like a three. And he starts, and if he starts doing well, you just ride the wave until he gets injured or suspended again or whatever, you know? So, so it's fair to say your decision as it does with probably every single player, but in particularly in this situation hinges on his value where he's at the fourth, fifth round, as you said, your second or oh, third. Oh boy, he's got to go. He's got. He's got. He's going to be going later. Yeah, that that I kind of echo some of the same stuff here. I mean, he finished twenty eighth, uh, despite how many games he missed. Uh, he's only had fifty yep. catches once in his career, which was last year with fifty three. So these are some of the negatives against him. A career high eight touchdowns sure. last year. I mean, that's not anything like mm-hmm. that. that could and that was only and that was only with ten games mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Ten games but, they played in. Yeah, but yeah, listen, it's a risk, no doubt. But as as we both are echoing here, like it's 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 going to be, it could very well be worth the risk. We, like we think the talents there, career and his evo- uh, career evolution. I mean, he's he he's he's runs all the routes now, and I think yeah, yeah. Tua. The knock against this move is that Tua isn't necessarily the skill set that fits a guy like Fuller, but. I think the skill set of Fuller isn't exactly what we envisioned it for the first two or three years of his career. I think it's expanded. Yeah. I mean, two is on my list of players to, to do game film on. Yeah, the impression I get I is he likes see. to get the ball out. Um, he can obviously buy some time with his wheels. I want to. Uh, I, I want to see his like arm strength too. Like, because sure, if sure. you're going to have Will Fuller there, and if they're and if they are going to circle back around to the very top of the show, if mm. they are going to draft a receiver, which you know usually if you're taking one of the top receivers in the draft. They're going to have some significant speed to them. If Tua can really get that ball downfield, like like maybe Miami wants him to, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I agree. Uh, meaning, <clears throat> meaning I agree. I'd like to get a better feel for what Tua's like throwing the ball downfield. But the impression yeah. I get right now is that it's not necessarily his forte. Uh, but, you know, speed is speed. So I feel, like he, I feel like he did it in Alabama, though. Like I don't, yeah. I don't feel like Alabama is a dink and dunk team. I don't feel like I've seen him struggle to get the ball deep. I'll put it that way. In the little time that I've seen of him in the and with Alabama yeah. in particular, um, but yeah, it all comes down to that. It comes down to two. Like I said, it's kind of the theme of the show. If you believe in his talent uh, to get the ball out to these weapons, Fuller could be a really great value man. I'm I'm excited about this team, as you know. Yeah, you're you're a Dolphins fan. We know it's well that we have well documented yeah. this in, in in YouTube and now, podcast format. Um, now I will birthday, admit, spoiler alert: I'm getting you a Dolphins jersey. <laughs> it's going to be Miles Gaskin, of mm. course, because he's your boy. I will I will um, admit this uh, this move it you know this up uh, move near the top of the draft. If I'm wrong about the defense and it is a receiver, furthermore, I also even though I love Gaskin, believe they probably do take a running back at some point in probably second or third round. So I could be seeing a different complement of almost an entirely different complement of weapons. But Tua Gaskins could still have a role. I do love the tight end Gasecki. So yeah, onward and upward. I mean, they still and they got Preston Williams coming back from injury. Yeah, that, nothing, I mean, nothing he got injured in like week one or two last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still have Devontae Parker, which I think they gave like a contract to last off season. Let me look that up real quick. Feels like um, it was a two year deal. Nothing too big. I mean, significant, uh, but not not like a number one. No, but it was deal. enough. It was it was it was starter level money. It wasn't just a 
you know, a, a, a little like, oh, here's some money. Uh, while I look mm-hmm. this up, let's move on to our next red receiver. It is Juju Smith-Schuster. He is staying with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, he finished as wide receiver number 20 last last year. I, and, you know, assuming Juju and Big Ben both stay really healthy, I don't really know where he be. goes other than where, where 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 he finishes next season other than wide receiver 20. Like he's he's probably yeah. in, the, in the best spot cuz you got the same you got you um, got to figure Claypool might take a step forward. I think the best receiver there is uh Deontay. Uh, is it Johnson? Deontay Johnson. Um but Juju that's done, done to me Juju won't have fantasy relevance cuz you know PPR etc. Now I was worried about the Pittsburgh offense last year and I don't think I'm the only one to say that. Um, I haven't heard anything about James Conner, so is a rookie going to be the guy, or is it um, Snell? I don't it's know. Gonna be, it's going to be a rookie. And really, I hate to keep coming back to it, but for different reasons, it comes down to whether you believe the quarterback can get these guys the ball and get fantasy production out of them. And quite frankly, Ben didn't show a whole lot of that at the end of last year. Now, I think it had to do but, with health. I think it had to do with maybe abbreviated off season. From the, uh, well, pandemic. I mean, if he's going to be a noodle arm too, Juju's great That's what for I'm that. That's well, yeah, I see what you mean. The dink and dunk, a PPR offense, you know. Yeah, uh, Juju's fine in a PPR. Juju's fine if you can get a value, but I'm leaning Deontay in terms of the bet. I'm going to go with the talent. That you want you want to you want to hear what Devontae Parker's contract was that he signed last off season? I do. Four years, thirty point five million dollars. So just like seven or eight mil a year, my math. Um, about at about eight and a quarter a year. Okay, or eight well, and a half. Sorry, he really did kind of turn his attitude and his career around a, a year or so ago, a couple years ago, I think I'll call well, it. Well, that was because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, no, but also like he started showing up for practice yeah. and stuff. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm like, hey, he finally started showing. But it was bad. Like he was, he was a. Uh, not a fun a real guy knucklehead, to have a lot yes, of, yeah. So it. I think he's completely turned that aspect of his career around, and I think it's shown on the field. I'm not saying he's necessarily worth that top eight or whatever pick he was. Well, I just feel like that, like that kind but, of money right there, though, is you, you do that. You got Will Fuller. You got a, a presu- if they do draft a wide receiver with that number six pick. I'm, I still don't think that's a boy done deal. I don't think so either. I'm just, I'm just going. We're just. I'm just what you, reporting what you read, what, what you I read. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I just, I, I am it, reporting the whispering in the bushes. Mm-hmm. You got anything else to say about Juju here? That's I, nope. I kind of don't. I'm good. Okay. Uh, our next guy up is for some reason is number 27 on PFF's free agency list. I don't, I don't get this one, but it's Corey Davis. Was the wide receiver for the Titans. He moves on to the New York Jets. The New York Jets. Yeah, New York Jets. It's a three-year deal for $37.5 million, 27 of it guaranteed. This guy got a payday. Like, I, wow. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I don't make $27 million mm-hmm. a year. Or, yeah. you know, I don't make a million dollars a year. But that's a lot of money for a guy that's just truly a, not a wide receiver one. I um, think, go ahead, go ahead. I think that, uh, and maybe I'm going to say exactly what you're going to say, but I think if the Jets really think that Denzel Mims, who they drafted last year, is going to be their like their quote unquote alpha dog, then Corey Davis is as he's shown as he showed in Tennessee, opposite of AJ Brown, mm-hmm. that he is a really great beta to mm-hmm. like a nice beta wide receiver to complement your your number one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Other than other than that, I don't really have much else to say. Like he missed a few games last year. He goosed you a couple of times as far as fantasy football. He just wasn't really that great fantasy wise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I th- I think something that's followed him around him in his career is is his draft spot. If I recall, if it might have been top five. Uh, number two, three, four. I, it was pretty high. It was the number. It was one. four, five, or six. I can't remember okay. which. First receiver off the board. Um, you know that that's kind of follow to to kind of bring his value yeah, down. Yeah, he was getting he was getting comps like Calvin Johnson and everything. Yep, yep and... but it was smaller school. Um, but I mean, Central Michigan. I, st- I still like the signing. There, there, there's something to be said for hedging your bets, especially when you're bringing and most likely bringing in a rookie quarterback. You know, now the Jets could still win from keeping Darnold in camp and having these guys compete. I don't know who, exactly who's at uh, the two or three spot off the top of my head. It's either the Fields kid from OSU or uh, the BYU guy. Thank you, BYU. He just guy. had his pro day, and yeah. I watched some of that, and I was like, ooh. Yeah. So someone got his draft stock to you know, skyrocket. Right. Also, Marvin Jones in Jacksonville, which we'll get to. Like, just to know that I have what a vet that, there that, that I can that funnel targets thing. to. Like, if there's anything you can say about Jones and Corey Davis, like, you know you can funnel targets to him and there'll be some production. It's better than not having anybody. I don't know about Mims being the number one. Uh, I agree Corey Davis isn't a quote number one. Um, but, I mean, he's had a career he had a career high 15.1 yards per reception last year. Uh, he was also mired in oh. bad quarterback play in Tennessee before uh, Tannehill got there. He got 112 targets True. in 2018. Catch percent was very low, 58%. He turned that around this year in 2020 and got 70.3%. It's a great improvement. Oh, nice. Probably a direct result. Well, in of 2018, could it, could some of that could some of that low catch rate also have been that he spent half the season with Marcus Mariota th- throwing him the ball? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You get some consistency to position. Just an it, idea. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's merited. Yeah, now I'm not again. I'm not saying he is performing at his draft capital. I'm just saying this could be a good move for the Jets because they need a guy. Uh, I honestly don't ha- hate this move. Given a, another guy, we'll talk about uh, Keelan Cole. Uh, I think the fact that neither is a true alpha number one isn't doesn't necessarily bother me. I think the combination of skill sets is intriguing. I think uh, Keelan Cole in the yeah. slot, assuming Crowder's gone. Um, no, yeah. they're gonna keep Crowder. He's you think the, so? he's there. Oh yeah, they gave Cole a decent chunk of change. I don't know. I oh, think he plays that role better than Crowder does at this point in his career. What? Yeah, I think Cole get. I think Cole's given a chance. You must be high as a kite, dude. That that is ridiculous. Keelan, you're saying Keelan Cole is better than Jameson Crowder? I think, given the opportunity to play the same role, the slot receiver. Yeah, I think he would have a that's better year Keelan in 2021. Cole's, that's not Keelan Cole's bag, though. Uh, speed is speed. You give him the ball in space. I think he can do stuff with it. I think uh, Jacksonville used him in interesting ways last year. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, respectfully disagree with you, but that's okay. That's I mean, we don't have to be 100 percent in uh, compete to agreement. Yes, um, we did. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no, that's I'm all sorry. I got on. That's all I got on uh, Davis though. All right. Well, in that case, let's move on to our next wide receiver, who is John Brown. He is leaving Buffalo. Which I thought was kind of an odd move at first, but it kind of makes sense too. It's a, it, I think it's a straight money move for the Bills. But he signed a one-year deal with the Raiders for three and a half million dollars, which three point two four of that three, or I'm sorry, I said three and a half. I meant three point seven five million, and three point two four of that is guaranteed. Why not just give him the other half a million? It's only five hundred thousand dollars. 
I, I say that like I make $500,000 a year, which I so don't. Um, yep, he doesn't. Uh, John Brown, I think, I think the best thing that he is, is just a late round flyer that he needs to stay healthy. That's been his, that's been his, the knock on him his entire, his entire NFL career mm-hmm. is staying healthy. Mm-hmm. He just, whether it's hamstring or I believe he had the sickle cell trait when he was in Arizona concussions. I mean, it's just, it, it's never anything major. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, but it's a lot, of, it's all these like little minor things that are just, I don't know. And, and, I, and I find this, this, this signing really interesting by the Raiders because they, they've drafted Henry Ruggs last off, uh, last year in the draft. And then they didn't use him a whole lot. Granted, he missed some time due to injury, but then they brought in Nelson Aguilar, who was their best guy. And it seems like they're building a lot of speed for Derek Carr, who's the Duke of Dink and Dunk. Well, there's a bit of misconception. I was really proud of that there. name, by the way. The Dink, the Duke of Dink and Dunk. Yeah. There's a little um, bit of misconception there, it's been particularly last year, uh, because Aguilar has been a possession guy his whole career until last year. He gets off 18.7 yeah. yards per catch. Car was sneaky, uh, good. I guess you could say through oh, the. No, air. no, I'm not. I'm not trying to besmirch Derek Carr. I just like he doesn't seem to. But push Waller does. Field. Waller does get a lot of you know close to the line of scrimmage targets and run after mm-hmm. the catch. Like mm-hmm. there is still a big part of their game that is West Coasty and is uh, like you said, Dink and Dunk. But they did quite a bit through the air last year. Go ahead. Uh, they did do quite a bit through the air last year, and particularly Aguilar. Now Aguilar's out. Uh, what I don't get this move is it's just another like real football terms. It's another John Gruden head scratcher. Or should I say a Mike Mayock head scratcher? I just Thank why you. that's the GM's name. You have yeah. you have Henry Ruggs in house. That's why you drafted him. He's your speed guy. Um, I just don't get it. And in terms of fantasy, I just I don't know where to go with this because you know Waller is going to get his. Uh, I think it is important. Remember, however, we, when we do find the fantasy pieces to this puzzle, besides Waller. Uh, uh, through the air is that Carr has been a pretty decent fantasy quarterback and he's been able to support some pretty decent fantasy weapons. Uh, it's true. Is it Aguilar? I, I'm sorry. Is it, um, uh, I'm sorry. Where were we? I just, uh, John, uh, John Brown. Is it John Brown? I don't think so. I think it's, I don't think so either. I think it's cause you, even the slot guy, who's the slot guy they like, is he still there? Mm. Hunter Renfro. Thank you. I think they still like him. So, um, this guy, I'm a little torn there. I, I, I guess I'll defer to Ruggs and think this John Brown signing is just a veteran depth. I, I So, yeah, but also I just thought of something is that, I, I mean, they completely dismantled their offensive line. I think they were just extremely unhappy with the production they got last year. They're trying to rebuild it. And I think their hope is once they can get their offensive line. They go downfield more. And, and get, and, yeah, yeah. And get Derek Carr the protection he needs. And that's why he is the Duke of Dink and Dunk is because he's just doesn't Necessity. have a lot of time to throw the ball. Necessity. You know? Yeah. And and he's doing the right thing by doing it, to be fair. You know, adjusting well, yeah. his game I mean, to get it, the ball out. I, I, I just mean, I I think he's, it was, he's a little underrated. I know I'm not a fan. I don't want to make it sound like a car fan. It's just in fantasy terms. He's, he's a car not, fan, folks. He's no, I'm not. He's not so bad. Like, I don't know. We'll see this year. Maybe they'll get him some help. Okay. Maybe this is the help. Let's move on to our next guy. It is T.Y. Hilton. He signs a one-year $10 million deal, where, uh, which eight of which is guaranteed with the Colts. He's back, baby. Mm-hmm. I I love it. I'm I'm glad he returned. I just I I wanted him to kind of bring some 
stability to the Colts wide receiving core. Absolutely. Uh, I I just like I, I know Paris Paris Campbell's supposed to be the bee's knees, but uh where have you been, Paris Campbell? Oh yeah, that's right. Not playing football. Did he you not, know like did he not leave and come back? I thought he went elsewhere. Who? Paris Campbell. No, he got drafted by the Colts. Still uh, under his rookie contract, first four years. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, he wasn't a first round pick, but still, it's just. I think he was supposed to be really good coming out of Ohio State, and and he has barely even seen the field. Um. I I don't know what I don't really know what uh, Carson Wentz is going to bring to the bring to the table with T. Y. Hilton, but. I think he's still got a little left in the tank. I feel like he's uh, – I certainly have not watched any T.Y. Hilton game film from last year, but everyone's – from what I've read and heard that um, he looks better on tape than he does. Um, the impression I get is that he still, he just he still has the speed. Line. That's the impression. Yeah, I get. he still, still has the speed. speed, still has the route running ability. He can, um, he, Even though he is not that – like he's not a Calvin Johnson giant or anything like that, I think he's like six foot, but he still got some leaps to him. He's so, right at that six foot two hundred one ninety five kind of area, if I recall. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I I know that he gets some uh, poor man's Antonio Brown, uh, you know, kind of coverage. I have, I have another comp, somebody Comparison, that uh, sorry. that uh, I think they played together, uh, Deshaun Watson. Who? T. I. Hilton and Deshaun Watson comparison. Speed. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, didn't uh, Wentz play with Deshaun Watson for a year or so before he started going kind of freelance for the last three or four years? I'm Isn't comparing... Deshaun Watson still the quarterback of the uh, Houston Deshaun Texans? Deshaun Jackson, I'm sorry. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Wrong Deshaun. Uh, wrong last name, that is. Deshaun Jackson. Uh, well, Carson Wentz and Deshaun Jackson played together last year. Oh, yeah, he came back. He came back. But the first time around, did they? Don't think so. Don't think so. It's close. Anyway, yep. they played together last year. Um, I don't know. I just thought maybe the similar archetypes. Maybe that that's what they're thinking. Downfield threat. Yeah, but T.Y. Hilton goes over the middle of the field. Deshaun Jackson has been very yeah. vocal about no, not doing so. So, Well, T.Y. Um, did less. I think the other options would be, like, I, I would think now at this point in their career, they would probably like uh, Pittman in that role more. But uh, Hilton's still got speed is what I've been told. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Curtis Samuel. I love this signing. Uh, he gets a three-year, $34.5 million contract, 23 of which is guaranteed. That's a nice payday for him, man. Yeah, man. Um, They're going to use him. I, I, I got to say, at first, I didn't much care for this until Ryan Fitzpatrick signed. Yeah. And now I'm all on board. Uh, I, I the, the, the best thing – okay, so I just did some game film on Robert Woods uh, – you know, quick little plug. Go ahead and check that out. It should be right before this in the YouTube channel history, whatever. Um, however, YouTube works. Um, I think it runs on hamster wheel. Hamsters running on wheels is how mm-hmm. it works. You should um, tell the hamster to put a floating card in the screen where they can click on it, and it's like him right to the video. Nice. <laughs> uh, I, the best thing I the best thing I got about Curtis Samuel is he is probably a poor man's Robert Woods. He, I mean, in a sense that he does it all. He can run the ball. He can catch yeah. the ball. He mm-hmm. just doesn't do any of it at an elite level. Mm-hmm. I also He's think that, he can he can be a downfield threat and uh, use his speed intermediately. You know, master uh, of none, good at everything, sort of thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Ron Rivera likes him, so 
Yeah, that's a lot of money. I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it feels, it's almost it kind of feels like Ron Rivera is trying to put together the Carolina Panthers in the, in the Capitol. Yeah, but he's got Terry McLaren. Yeah, hey, I love uh, DJ yeah, Moore. McLaren. I love DJ Moore, but uh, give me McLaren. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you got anything else on Curtis Samuel? I uh, just kind of just echo what I just said. I think it's going to be a great compliment to McLaren and the passing game. Yeah. Uh, you know, Curtis Samuel is. You, you uh, realize it's McLaren, right? What did I say? McLaren? Like the car? Yeah. McLaren? Yeah. McLaren. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That guy. <laughs> Scary Terry. Your, your, your wife's family is, is, is really upset with you about that pronunciation there. Yeah, right. Well, not the second one. The second one was dead on. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, just, you know, I'm super excited about this offense this year. I think Samuels is, an, is, yeah, another, is another great cog uh, as a number two. He got good money. I think that shows that they're going to use him. I just made the head coach connection. Uh, Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick is going to get the ball out, uh, get it down the field. He's going to, he's going to make this thing run. And I'm really excited about despite being a Dallas fan, I'm excited about this Washington. I'm a, I'm the biggest Washington football team and Miami fan there is, uh, around these parts. I swear. And being an Illinois of all things, um, Samuel, I just think is going to compliment. I think McLaren's McLaren is going to, uh, wide receiver one, if not top six, top five territory. And I think Samuel can come in and be your, your two or three in fantasy. It's, yeah. It's I'm, I, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to see where he's actually going to fall into my, into my personal rankings. Cause mm-hmm. I really like Curtis Samuel. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a bit of a value for him and you could maybe draft him as your wide receiver three, but he could easily end up as your two, you know? Yeah. Yeah, just team, real... teams are going to have to pay attention to McLaren. Yeah, I did it again. I did it right. McLaren. <laughs> it's he like a it, thing folks. now. Okay, I'm going to have to like practice I'm gonna, off air. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to run through the next uh, the next set of wide receivers here, and I'm going to give out the contract destination. Why is is this to finish things up? Are you done? The one guy I wanted to mention was Marvin Jones. I'm I'm getting in there. I'm going to run through these real quick, and you stop me when. You oh. stop me when uh, My bad. when you want to talk about someone, okay? Uh, starting with Marvin Jones. Stop. <laughs> uh, he got a two-year, twelve and a half million dollar contract. Uh, nine of which is guaranteed. He's signed with the Jags. Presumably, you know Trevor Lawrence is going to be throwing him the ball. What do you got on him? Uh, you know, another solid year for Jones. Uh, nine touchdowns, three out of the last five years. Uh, nine or more in half yeah. of his eight seasons. Um, mm-hmm. He's an under the radar guy. Uh, nobody believes he's a true one, but with a rookie coming in, uh, them having plenty of targets to spread around, depending on what you think about Chark, uh, this could be a security blanket for a young quarterback. Um, he has to throw a lot. I have a little trouble predicting what I have a little bit of trouble predicting what Urban Meyer's offense is going to look like in the NFL. But again, volume I think is going to win here, and he's still a talented dude who's going to get the job done. Uh, we could see a you know, 1A, 1B with him and Chark. I don't know, but I think you're going to get a value because he is always an afterthought. Always. Jones is. Marvin Jones. Okay. Um, I don't have much else to add other than he's usually just, a, like you said, it's a, usually a late round value. You mm-hmm. know, a guy that, a, a nice, he's a nice like spot start because of injury 
or like a one week start or like a nice bi week plugin sort of mm -hmm. guy. He, not, he could, not much else. Than that. He could vault from wide receiver three territory to into solid wide receiver two territory, depending on the rookie quarterback. Could. Ceiling. Could. Could. That that word could is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence there. Uh on uh, next up, Nelson Aguilar, two years, $22 million, 16 of which is guaranteed for the Patriots. Uh, Sammy Watkins, a one-year deal in Baltimore for $5 million. Emmanuel Real quick Sanders on Aguilar. Goes... Okay. Go I was ahead. just going to say you could get two birds, one stone. Kendrick Bourne also went to New England. Uh, basically, my overall is I don't want any piece of this offense until and, Cam Newton shows me something else. Yep. I was just going to say I want to yawn and not care until Cam Newton – does something that I yeah, really care pass. about. Hard pass for now. Yeah. Uh, where was I? Emmanuel Sanders. He hmm. gets a one-year deal from Buffalo for $6 million, 5.9 of which is guaranteed. Why not the other 0.1? Like, they just like, no, we're not going to give you a fully guaranteed contract, but we'll give you 5.9. You know, like, what's... That's $100,000. I mean, it's <laughs> significant. Right? I, know, I know. It's it's just it's just funny. <laughs> um, Round up. Yeah, just round it up, man. Uh, Q and Cole, guy you talked about earlier that we completely disagreed on. Uh, one year, five and a half million dollar contract. Tyrell Williams signs with Detroit for a one year, four million dollar deal. That I think that's more of a prove it deal than anything else because mm -hmm. he's been injured for like the last season and a half or something like that. But up until that point, before his he, well. he missed a little bit of time in 2018, uh, he's been super healthy and reliable. He's not the fastest guy. He's kind of like a – I feel like Tyrell Williams is kind of like a um, – boy, I just had a player in my mind, and I completely lost it. A poor man's Kenny like Galladay? a poor man – thank you. I was just going to say it. I was just going to say it. Size-speed combination. But he's not – Kenny Galladay is not the fastest guy in the world, and neither is Tyrell Williams. But, but when, you, when you couple it with a 6-4-6-3 frame yeah. – it, yeah. it, it, it's a it's a common metric. Uh, I don't literally refer to the metric, but it's a common metric folks use in especially in draft circles. Size for sure. Size speed specimen. Um, Rash uh, we got Rashard Higgins returning to Cleveland on a one year two point three eight million dollar deal. Our right. boy Riggins there. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, AJ Green goes a, to he's been a goes to the Cardinals for a, for a one year six million dollar deal. That's also more of a prove it deal that he can still he's still got some left in the tank at I think he's gonna be thirty three this year. Either can't remember if it's before the season starts or during the middle of the season. I don't remember which. But thirty three, you know. Mm -hmm. Any of those guys that I'm you wanna kinda touch on anything at all. Did I miss it? That's Did you all, do... those were all the guys that I deemed worth even bringing up. No, I think I think you hit it. Yeah. I'm good with uh cool. Yeah, that's it. Let's move on to some tight ends. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about yeah. here about tight ends. I mean, I mean, it's there's I like three excitement. guys. To, I there's like three excitement. guys to really talk about, and that's kind of about it. So let's get started with the, uh, the top here. We're gonna kind of do these two like, like um, kind of uh, right along with right alongside each other. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling over my words. I it, let's go with Hunter Henry to start. Three year, thirty-seven and a half million contract, twenty-five of which is guaranteed. And to follow that up, it's also Jonu Smith signing with the Patriots for four years, fifty million, thirty-one point two five guaranteed. Like if you digits. average it out, they're getting the they're getting the same. They're getting it's the same contract, only once a year more, but more or less. Approximately ten mil per year, or just Something south of that. Yeah. Nine point more than ten. 
Oh, okay. My More than 10 a year. Math is fun. Math is fun. Um, Speaking of math. It's like, it's like okay. 12. It's like 12 a year. It's a little over 12 a year. Yeah. That's a lot of money for, okay. And this is, I mean, this is a lot of money for a guy. This would be Johnny Smith, whose best season was last year. And he had 41 catches, 448 yards, and eight touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, That's it's... not a great stat line, folks. That's not a great stat line. No. 2019 was Hunter Henry's best year at 55 catches, 652 yards, and five touchdowns. Now, last year was last year being 2020, of course, was a little was very close to that. He had a little he had a little he had like 51 receptions and like 600 and you know 40 yards or something like that. But it's just like these aren't like world breakers, you know. And do, and do we expect those numbers to go up? When they're in, when they're in the I same don't. offense together, even on the same field, no. field at the same time, I don't see how. If 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 you think that you're chasing chasing the uh, you know the who, Patriots, who signed first? I think it was I think it was Hunter Henry signed first, uh-huh. like and and by first I mean like literally within the same day or within the same twenty four mm-hmm. hour time span. Mm-hmm. They uh they both signed uh with the Patriots, but at first I was like, oh Hunter Henry going to the Patriots, that's cool, you know, like. They've they've shown in the past that the pay, the Bill Belichick likes to scheme in tight ends into his offense. That's cool. I get down with that. Yeah, Cam we can, Newton, we could, if he we is the starter, dots for sure. Yeah, uh, and you know, like when Cam Newton was in Carolina and he had Greg Olson. Well, I mean, that was he made Greg Olson a, a Pro Bowler multiple times over. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he, so he I mean, and then not end. to take away not to take away from the talent of Greg Olson. You know, he's probably a Hall of Fame tight end. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mike Martz, you ruined his his career in, in Chicago. That's at least not that was to get the beginning, that. wasn't it? That was the beginning of his career. Yeah. So yeah. at least, he, at least yeah. he went on to to like you said, he's going to make the Hall of Fame probably. Anyways, um, so and then John w. Smith signed with the Patriots, and I was like, okay. I thought I saw John who first, but it's neither here nor there. Regardless, yeah. it, it, like I said, it was within twenty four hours they signed with the they both signed yeah. with the Patriots. Yeah. So it's just like. This is bizarre. Like, well, I, mean, I, I get that there's, I get there's like the twelve personnel sets and everything, and that's a real, real thing in the in the in the league right now. I don't know, man. For fantasy, like, I think it's kind of stay away from both of them. I think from a real football perspective, I'm intrigued, but I can't help but come back to the short analysis we gave on Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. I don't, I want no piece of this offense until. Cam shows me something. We can talk all we want about the the glory days of uh, <laughs> I feel weird putting it in those terms, but of a, uh, I'm sorry, Henderson, no, Hernandez, Hernandez and Gronk. Of gosh, what year was that, dude? Like oh seven six? Nah, it wasn't that long ago. Okay. It was we'll say twenty twelve. Okay, so you know, and if if you're chasing that, you're chasing waterfalls. I just don't think that's going to be. Don't go chasing those folks. You know, a, a historical, a statistically historical season is what happened there um, uh, as far as the way they ran that offense. And it had the greatest quarterback of all time running set offense. Let us not forget that, of which Cam is not. So, Jim Sorge was a, was a quarterback for the Patriots? <laughs> right. No, not Sorge. So, you know. It was literally the, it was literally the first quarterback I'm, that popped in my head for some reason. <laughs> right. I'm interested in how the offense will look in real NFL terms and how many games they may or may not win with a, I don't know, run-centric attack, two tight ends blocking, yet also going out for red zone targets. I see kind of where they're going with it. But honestly, 
I don't know. I'd rather talk about Ferks or left in Tennessee with more targets to himself is probably a more viable option. Well, uh, let's let's skip ahead to that then. If you want to talk about Ferks, or I mean, we're kind of leapfrogging mm -hmm. uh, someone here real quick. But what no, I mean, cool. go for I'm, it. If I'm you just, want to talk about him? Go for it. I just think he he flashed. Um, I think he. Uh, I think the not, moves... not just not just this past season, but like even a couple years ago too. Like it's not. And it's only been flashes. He's just uh, he constantly is signing, re-signing one-year contracts with the Titans. Yeah, and it's just sometimes teams value certain positions less or more. Um, well, and, I and, think, and sometimes even though like Ferkser might not be end. like an elite-level athlete, sometimes mm -hmm. just a guy at tight end is all you need to have a week in, week out, like 10, 12 points, a fantasy starter. Maybe he does everything you know? right. Yeah, maybe, maybe and, and and you know honestly, if I'm going super, if I'm going super late with tight end, like I miss out on the big three or four, however you want to look at it this year, I'm gonna wait forever. And I'm gonna pick up Curtis or Anthony Ferkser, maybe, mm -hmm. and if he's getting me ten or twelve points a week for a guy that I drafted in like round fourteen, I'm totally fine with that. I mean, we believe in the offense, right? We're on the same page there, right? We believe in the Tennessee offense. Sure. I mean, sure, Davis is gone, but A.J. Brown is there. Um, Ferkser might yep. be a fine option as long as Henry's... They need to retool their wide receiver core because they're not only did they lose Corey Davis, but they uh, Adam Humphreys is also... On the outs. Not, currently not with the team, so... Okay. Well, we got a draft, so... But... There's a draft. Free agency's not over yet, you yeah. know. I, I believe still in the, names out there. the offensive line, first and foremost, and then, of course, Henry, the quarterback, sure. A.J. Brown, I think. I think Ferks are... Uh, let's put it this way. Would you rather have uh, either John U or Henry or Ferkser or another guy on this list, Jared Cook, in uh, in L.A. with the Chargers? Can I say Neither. I give you four names and you're not going to pick either. What you punted, you punted on tight end. Uh, I'm probably going. It's not Gerald out. Everett. <laughs> not one of the names I listed. That's Seattle, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. But anyway, that's where I'm at. That's, that's I, what we call a segue, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out on John and Hunter Henry. Yeah, and probably Ferks are too, but. We'll see. Uh, you know what? I, I, okay, out of all the names you gave me, I'm going to draft someone else and pick up Ferkser probably after week one in free agency. You don't How think I'm drafted? And okay, okay. No. All right. Well, doing a draft with you, I don't know you're going to draft him, so maybe I will have to draft. Fourth him. round, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. Man, Just I love kidding. doing fantasy drafts with you. <laughs> Oh, all right. Next, uh, let's move on to our next tight end, which I said was Gerald Everett. He gets a one-year, six million dollar deal, fully guaranteed with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, okay. So I wanted to, I wanted to, I did, I did a little um, investigating into the stats of Seattle Seahawks tight ends, and I was like, what if you just took all the Seahawks tight ends and you like Frankenstein them together into and you a get bad one tight end? Tight end. What into a bad tight end? Well, Disley was okay for a uh, second. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, well, if you combine all their efforts, you know what you get? Like the you tight get end 73, For last year, you get 73 receptions. Oh. 73, yep. 73 receptions, 689 yards, and six touchdowns. In 2019, 72 receptions, 611 yards, seven touchdowns. You see the trend here. It's kind of more or less. That's not bad, 70, it, Like, you know, 65 to 75 catches, 
600, six to 700 yards. Is that like tight end 12? Five, six, seven, eight, not to eight touchdowns. I mean, that's, I guess so, that's starting tight end right there. Sure that's you know? tight end, like 12, 13, 11 territory. The problem is, is that Seattle does kind yeah. of, Russell Wilson spreads the ball around and mm-hmm. it's not usually to one tight end. Maybe Joe Everett could be that one tight end. They did. And the Seahawks did lose David Moore in free agency too. So there's not that and Everett guy. Is more your pass catcher in. than your blocker. Yeah. For sure. But uh, is um, Disley still there? Unsure. Yeah, he's hadn't stayed. I, I do not know, in other words. Uh, let's move on to some honorable mentions here. Gronk, he signed a one year, $8 million deal with the Bucks again. It was probably, it was pretty much Bucks or bust for Gronk, I think. Um, it, which is actually a, a $2 million less than last year. I think it was more, I'll take less money to stay with this team or I'll go off and be a meathead. Um, I don't really have much else to say other than Gronk was the number eight tight end last year, but it was it was so hit or miss that you could really never kind of rely on yeah. it. Yeah, you you could maybe wait to draft him at the end of your draft, or like you said about Ferks. I don't. You could yeah, probably, pick, you could probably pick him up in, on on waivers in the first couple of weeks. Uh, get a spot no. start with a tie, with a touchdown here or there. I don't think you're. I don't think you're going to be able to wait on Gronk in drafts. I think someone's going to take him probably in, somewhere in round like then, nine. Then, then let him. Yeah. Exactly, but I'm just saying you're not. I don't think you're going to be able to pick him up in we in round thirteen, fourteen. I feel know, like, like he's a streamer. I, he's a he's a spot start streamer. He's best at, at best. I think after the after like the top five six tight ends, anyways, they're all streamers. So well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to Jared Cook. He gets a one year, uh, six million dollar deal, four and a half, of which are guaranteed. He signed with the Chargers. Um. I thought that was really good until I saw that Jared Cook was like thirty four. So. And not to besmirch someone who's two years younger than me, but you know that's pretty old for football. Yeah, but have you seen all his, like his career high in receptions was in 2018, nine touchdowns in 2019. Like all, most of his good years have been like the last I don't know handful, several years. Granted, that's and that's that's cool. And you know, and and uh, we believe in Justin Herbert. Did not almost call him Joe Burrow there. Good, good. Uh, that's exactly what, I, what I've got for my notes. We believe man. in Herbie. So yeah, I mean, he's. He's Cook might be a darling of mine in, ter- in terms of trying to find value waiting on tight end. Absolutely. I, I like sure. this signing. I mean, they don't need to keep him around for several years. Like you said, he's an older dude. He's bit, But he's got for size. Sure. You can't teach size, you know. Sure I can. He can score. Eat your Wheaties, folks. Uh, next up, Kyle Rudolph. Two-year, $12 million deal, four and a half of which is guaranteed. And he's, of course, going to the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we already talked about Ferkser, who got a one-year, three million dollar deal with the Titan to stay with the Titans, and that's a fully guaranteed contract. Nice. You got anyone else you want to bring up? Anyone else? Mm. Anyone? Anyone? Just I don't know Rudolph. I suppose you, the first thing that comes to mind is competing with targets with Ingram. I don't know how much they can be on the field together. Ingram's more of your pass catcher. Did you know Kyle Rudolph had a career high catches, eighty-three catches in twenty sixteen? Yes. And speaking of age. Uh, career high nine touchdowns in 2012. That seems like a long Did time not know ago. That. Yeah. So he used to be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to sneak in my kicker real quick, and that would be Young Way Kuku, who just re signed with the Falcons for, I don't remember what the deal was. I didn't write it down, but he was really good for fantasy That's last year. That's good signing. That's he was a really good fantasy actually. kicker. That's a great so, real, real life signing, too, honestly. Sew so yeah. that up. He might be. Kickers like are important. Said, Oh yeah, he might be arguably top three. Easy. 
uh, uh yeah he was he was he was re- he was a really solid fantasy kicker mm-hmm. in in real life too. That's so, an important fantasy approach if you want to mention like at the end of your draft if you want to flip it like you know some people wait on def- to do defense last or kicker last. We we first of all we endorse that. There's no reason to pick a defense or kicker. I don't, soon. but that's fine. But what you can do depending on if you're what side of the uh, turn you're on, you can get your pick of kicker. Like I yeah. usually err on getting the best kicker than I do worrying about getting the best defense. I feel like I can predict the best kicker than I can. I, I don't normally, I don't always do this, but my strategy for the end of the draft is my third to last pick is kicker. My second to last pick is defense. defense. And then my last pick is yeah, a complete flyer. flyer. Complete flyer. Yeah. 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 So like I, I said, and like I said, I don't always do that. that, but every once in a while I'll feel like at the end of the draft when I'm just like sitting there staring down at players and I'm just like, why don't I just take the kicker that I want exactly. and then roll with it? And then, and, 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 and I'm sorry. I said that out of order. My third to last pick is kicker. My second to last pick is my flyer pick on a player. And then my last pick is defense because at that point I could yeah. really care less. To be clear, folks, we're not saying be the first one to take a kicker. We're just saying if you can work it out in that situation where Josh is completely comfortable taking a exactly. complete flyer with that last pick, take your kicker before your defense and your flyer. And you're guaranteed yeah. to get you know, your uh, Goskowskis or your – not anymore, but uh, I don't know. I need some other guys that have been really good. But, yeah, no, that Atlanta kicker is for real. Young Wake Who man, he's yeah, he's good, yeah. um, and it doesn't look like that's how you pronounce his name, but apparently that's how you pronounce his name. That's how you pronounce his name on this show for this recording. <laughs> it, well, it looks like it's it's like Young Who, Who, but it's Young Wake Who apparently. So I like I like to get him I like to get the pronunciations right when I can. I try. Having said that, folks, that we are amazing fantasy football. Thank you for tuning in. Um, you can check out Chris at his Twitch channel, which is hardware. I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash hardware dynasty. Mm-hmm. You can also check us out on our Twitch channel here in one month. We will be doing at least the first round of the and the real NFL draft will be we like I said at the top of the show, we will be in Chris's basement studio together for the first time and I don't remember the last time I even visited you. So and Couple it's not like Chris is it's not like Chris is like on the other side of town. He lives in a different state, folks. So it's kind of a big thing that yeah, we it's not, we're being careful uh for the pandemic, but if we live down the street, I, we I probably would have seen it. And he's gonna try and be by the time I'm we get trying. it done, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I, I, I'm certainly, and he's trying to get it done before yet, Easter. But, um, Chris doesn't know this yet, but I am definitely, especially if he's not vaccinated by two weeks beforehand, I will not be going anywhere other than the store and work for those two weeks just to try and keep his family safe. safe. Yeah. Um, I, 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 lo- I, I love his family a lot. They're, they're great people. Um, I don't like him as much as his family, but you know, Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta try to do the story. podcast with them, but they did. They refused. <laughs> they don't like fantasy football. No, uh, his one daughter wanted to talk about uh, wanted to talk about you know being fed, and the other one wanted to talk about unicorns. And his wife was just like, "I don't care. Why am I here? Let me uh, see. <laughs> can I please leave?" And I was like, "I guess just put Chris back on." Anyways, Bye. we want you all, uh, and you can always email us at amazingffb at gmail.com. You can leave us some constructive criticism, tell you what, tell us what you do like about the show. If you're watching on YouTube, you can check us out in podcast format for those times when maybe you want like, to listen share, to us subscribe. Uh, yes, like, share, and subscribe. Please tell your friends about us, your enemies, your frenemies. Uh, 
whatever, you know, I know we're, it's, we're in the off season at the moment. That's cool. We, we get it. But when you get closer to fantasy time, you start thinking about your drafts and everything. Uh, just remember to check us out. Um, I've done a few uh, uh, videos on some players. I did Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, not a Browns fan. And now That's recently right. I just did Robert Woods, which came out last night. Next week or the week after, I will be doing Chris Carson. I have a big uh, regular job workload coming up, so I'm not sure exactly when it will be coming out. I'm going to shoot for Friday, but we'll see. Um, and but I'll Chris Carson is my next rookie video. and dynasty stuff. Exactly. I was just going to say that Chris is going to be doing some rookie slash dynasty stuff, which I can't wait to check out because I am a dynasty fantasy football rookie. So I will be listening to him and telling him he is wrong because I just don't want to, I don't want to admit that he's right. He'll be in the YouTube comments. Oh my God, this guy is so far off base. I, and it's not that I don't respect his opinion. It's that I just don't want him to be right. Um, anyways, so that's been our show. Thank you for watching or listening. If you're listening in podcast format. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Keep wearing those masks. Get whatever vaccine you can. Don't be name brand specific. They're all they all work. Thank you, everyone. Have a goodbye. Peace out.